Hello and welcome to another episode of the Theo Keeps Talking podcast where you may laugh or you may learn available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. My name is Theo and the most important question of the day and now the most important question of the year. How are you all doing? Today's episode is actually a continuation of a yearly habit that I have. Ever since 2016, I would do a end of the year personal reflection, and usually I would write it down, read over it a few times, then throw it away. I found the reflections really valuable because life moves so quickly that we may gloss over the things we enjoyed, the things we made it through, the things we learned, all that. The reflections then expanded to my 21st birthday in 2018. So I would do two a year. And last year was the first year that I wrote it down at the end of the year and kept it. This year, with how different it was, I didn't do just two. (laughs) I did like 11. (laughs) I did one on my birthday, then the day before I graduated, the day of, and the two days after. Um, Then I did a few more. The most recent one I did, I actually recorded, but I didn't advertise at all. I never posted that Instagram, that story to my, that episode to my Instagram. It's actually still available on all platforms because it wasn't something I wanted to say to listen to or just uh, tune into in your spare time or anything like that. I got vulnerable and serious and it's something to definitely listen to in earnest. (laughs) It's the episode before this one called Life is Hard, but that was more or less my negative emotions about 2020. This episode will be more even between how I feel with a more positive outlook overall and give everything I'm thinking about more perspective. The order for today's show will be as follows so you can see what you want to listen to or skip around or whatever you want to do. Um, Start with the recap of all of the previous years. Uh, I'm going to go into the 2020 awards And then the 2020 reflection at the end. Just as a note, every time I do a reflection, I listen to my Apple replay slash Spotify wrapped of the year and years prior before I type it out so I can get the full effect. (laughs) I started the day listening to this SoundCloud playlist I made in like summer of 2015 When I remember I was like really excited to go to college and just how young and naive I was. (laughs) Let's start with how I got started with the deeper reflections that I had. It will in 2016, it was the best year of my life and the hardest year of my life wrapped into one. I was in college. I was in the greatest relationship of all time. I was finding all the success I ever wanted. I was going past success and finding self-actualization. I was learning and doing well in school. I was finding lifetime friends. 
I was in the gym all the time. I went to Los Angeles for the first time. I was networking my way into great opportunities. I started working full-time at the company I planned my entire five-year college plan around in my second year. It was great. On the other side, I was working three jobs and going to school at the same time. The relationship I was in was long distance at the time. Not like it wasn't great. It was just harder on the both of us. I dislocated my shoulder, which still gives me problems to this day. I had a close family member pass away. The night after, the morning after the election, this racist guy got all up in my face on the train to work and there wasn't very much I could do about it. Those last two things happened 10 days apart from each other. That was the lowest emotionally I had been to that point. So on New Year's Eve 2016, I decided to really weigh out the good and the bad. The bad was more recently on my mind since it was in November of 2016, but I remembered how great of a year I had prior. And once I gathered that life isn't linear, the ups and downs come and what you learn is what's the most important. I had a greater sense of accomplishment with the year after I reviewed it. 2017 went better than I remembered at first, but I just went through all the pictures that I took that year, and that was it was a great it was a great year now that I think about it. In January, I had my first ever quote-unquote flex in my career. I was invited to the Maryland Legislative Black Caucus meeting at 19 years old, which was insane. I was flattered, I loved it. And I went in 2018 and 2019 when I had the chance as well. I was home from my internship, which meant I could spend an increased amount of time with my girlfriend, which was awesome. For Valentine's Day, she and I went to Times Square, which was fantastic. We had Bonchon for the first time, which was great. I went to the African American History Museum in D.C., which was and is amazing. I went to the NFL draft, which was in Philadelphia. I met Ben Simmons for the first time in person. Um, In summer, I went to Toronto with my parents, which if you know anything about me, it's I'm team Drake for life, OVO Theo it is. So going to Toronto was amazing. In the summer i had the craziest 18 hour stretch imaginable i had a case competition in center city in philadelphia at 9 a.m then had a test in one of my harder classes at noon then the case competition results came out at 5 30 p.m so i had to go back into center city to which i had a class that ended at 5 So it was like 95 degrees all day, and I was dying in my suit. Um, Once my class 
once like once my class got out, headed straight back to Center City, found out that we won <laughs> the case competition, then dipped back to my apartment, didn't even stay for the celebratory dinner. I dipped back to my apartment, got changed, and then I went to a Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott concert at 7 p.m. <laughs> it was amazing. It was such a crazy day that I slept through my first class the next day. Um, then I went to Made in America in early September, but that was such a strange situation. Um, I volunteered on the Saturday of the event, right? My group and I ran one of the tents and we sold drinks all day. And this was already a risky decision because this was Saturday and I had four final exams the next week. But the worst thing imaginable happened. On Friday in early September, it was 88 degrees the day before I worked. On Sunday, the day after I worked, it was 91 degrees. But on Saturday, the day I worked, it was 46 degrees with freezing rain. I, I, I got so sick. Like, I saw Cardi B, which, for reference, this was three weeks after Bodak Yellow hit number one on the Hot 100. So she was still not nearly as big as she ended up being. Saw Migos, saw J. Cole, saw Solange. So it was, it was you know, a, a nice product offering. Uh, but I got so sick from the rain that the day before my hardest exam, like the following week, I literally slept the entire day away. <laughs> I It was so bad that I fell asleep at 11 p.m., right? This is now like 36 hours before the exam. I fell asleep at 11 p.m. I woke up at noon. I got up to get some tea at 12.30 then slept from 12.50 to 8.30 p.m. <laughs> My test was at 8 a.m. the next day, and I had slept the entire day away. I, I was so doomed for that exam that I, I didn't even stand a chance. Also in 2017, I was in the base, best shape I've ever been in. Um, My girlfriend and I went as black panther and storm for halloween since black panther was coming out in february of 2018 um i got my car in november so it was a great year overall 2018 came and things were a little different i turned 21 it wasn't what i thought it would be but i didn't mind that at all i didn't start magically liking alcohol <laughs> it was also the most professionally successful year i had i liked my classes i had good relationships with my close friends that turned into great relationships i played fortnite every day <laughs> for hours i i might make an entire episode just on fortnite like it was just such a big deal in my life um i was in charge of a student organization wifey and i went to go see drake in concert which was of, of course just ah what a what an experience um but i hit a wall i hit a wall and i didn't you know walk into the wall and accidentally you know spill the coffee on myself no i flew 
into a wall. Um, from fall 2017 to winter 2018, I didn't give enough time for myself. There wasn't a four-day stretch during that time period where I didn't either work or study. I was questioning a lot of things because I was burnt out. Do I still like work? Do I still like going to school? What's the point of going to school if my job can just teach me everything I need? Why go to a school that costs me so much money even if I like my friends? All of those were part of the bigger question. Why am I not happy right now? And it was because I was overworked. All of those were all all of those things I mentioned, all those successes and everything, I thought those would give me the happiness and fulfillment for me to keep grinding. But that's not the case. I went to Drexel's class of 2018 graduation, and I was so ready to stop going to school after that. So ready. I did, I, it was so bad that I went to my advisor. My advisor, I mentioned her, Porsche, a few episodes ago. I went up to her and said, I want it out. I I had said it a little like jokingly a few times before, but there was a time I was dead serious. I wanted to transfer. I wanted to leave. I didn't want to go to Drexel anymore. And this was all icing on the cake when uh, one of my childhood friends, who's actually younger than me, graduated from college in December of 2018 from the school I wanted to transfer to. You know, that that's other school. That was my second choice when I and I, I mean, I got in when I applied in high school, but it was my second choice. And they graduated in the program I'd be kind of in. Um, and they graduated and before me, almost two years before me. And I said to myself, yeah, I want I want that. And I was I was ready mentally. I was ready to transfer. And I told my girlfriend, I told my parents, I wanted out very, very strongly in 2018. I even considered switching jobs. Uh, I had seen a lot of people at my job at either the intern level or the professional level that I had, like, you know, good relationships with, seeing them completely pivot their careers. Like, I... There were people who were like a year ahead of me in college, work at the same company I'd worked at, and then completely change their major, change their career path, go from living on the East Coast to the West Coast. It was it was just and it was happening consistently. Um, One of my mentors at at my job left, you know, and I was just, you know, seeing the people who had kind of brought me in leave and. Um, I was really floating the idea around with like my close family um, that I wouldn't stay with my current company full time after graduation. Uh, I wanted out. I wanted out of it all, like almost like a fresh reset, you know. But then I took a break, gave myself a few days to do whatever I wanted. 
and that was everything I needed to do to right the ship. I realized how good I had it. I realized I just needed to protect my mental health better than I was before. And in 2019, that's what I had to do. And I absolutely crushed it. In 2019, I took wifey to Times Square again for Valentine's Day, and we had a blast. For my birthday, I went to San Francisco with my business group, had the time of my life, went to a Warriors game on my birthday, saw Luka Doncic, first ever career triple-double. It was fantastic. My boys and I had so much fun all year long. It didn't matter what it was. Dave and Buster, Sips, just watching shows together. Everything was fun. I wanted to I want to make this point too. I finally found my purpose for staying at Drexel. My kids. My mentees were the reason I stayed. 100%. I am so proud of every one of them and they made each day of my last year of college so much more worth it. Seeing them grow made me want to grow too. To be available for them, be knowledgeable for them, be a great resource for them. They made everything worth it, 100%. I got the flu at Drake night, (laughs) but that didn't stop me. I partied practically all year long. <laughs> I, I to this day, still have never been drunk or done any drugs or anything like that. But I just had a good time with my friends. I actually spent time at Princeton with my boy Tammy from high school. That was a movie. Uh, my relationship was still the greatest relationship of all time. And I went to Jamaica in December with my boys. It was it was amazing. I actually am going to read word for word what I typed for my reflection last year. (laughs) Here it is, word for word. I'm just reading it straight off from one OneNote file to another. Here we go. Incredibly satisfied by the decisions that I have made. Started late last, late Wow, I can't read. Started last year late in 2018 by taking work off in December for myself. Spent a good amount of time with my family and Allie. Enjoyed the bridge events. Unbelievably surprised that I took the last two weeks off co-op for myself. I finally put myself up in front of my job. Never thought that day would come. Also very relieved that I didn't completely burn out. I was on that path fall 2018, and I'm glad I'm here now. San Francisco was fantastic. The culture was liberating. The sights were great. Food was good. Companies were great. Spring term saw the homies. Did well academically. Got the flu, LMAO. (laughs) Loved the classes. Graduation season was a movie. Went to Riverdeck, actually drank, sip started, drank a little more, prioritized hanging with the homies over studying. Amazing. Grad night was unbelievable. Danced my life away. Summer term, I got a job, got a little too relaxed, needed to fix my sleep, 
but hung out with the homies all the time. Can't believe we actually organized a 4th of July move. Amazing. Fall term met some more homies. Hated classes but loved the interactions. I hosted events this year. I mentored, I mentored more and hung out more. Jordan and Rachel are together. Friend groups have merged and my relationship is amazing. Life is good. My family both biological... Wait, let me, let me get that right. My relationship has allowed me to pursue every desire that I have had, travel where I can, and have genuine interactions with family, both biological and inherited. I did a lot of driving this year. Going home was worth it every time. Kevin moved out. Jordan moved out. <laughs> that was ass. <laughs> I, I It's right here. Jordan moved out. Open parentheses. That was ass. Close parentheses. But we made it. Greatest Drake night of my life. Had everyone I could have hoped for. No noteworthy, super outstanding accomplishments, but I think that's a good thing. There's nothing I have to worry about preparing for. Nothing I have to worry about posting to social media. Just a year of me spending quality time and traveling. Top two calendar years ever. So for also reference, if you're reading this and you need a little more context, or if you're listening to this and you need more context, when I say, when it says Sip st- <laughs> went to Riverdeck, actually drank, Sip started, drank a little more. Uh, so when I went to Riverdeck the first time, I actually had uh, eight ounces of, I think it was whiskey ginger, Kit handed it to me, and that was the most alcohol I had had in one sitting before. So when Sip says drank a little more, I went from eight ounces of like a mixed drink to like 10 ounces of a cocktail so i trust me it's still not much <laughs> but yeah um and the continuation it's still not over yet i just wanted to put that in there here's the second part never thought never would have thought from 2010 eighth grade me would ever come close to this didn't go to the high school i thought i would didn't have the same friends that i thought i would didn't go to the college i thought i would didn't have the car i thought i would but here we are. Zero complaints, all progress and happiness, and in all caps, this is what I said, and I learned how to swim. <laughs> yeah, I learned how to swim in Jamaica last year. That in of itself would make a fantastic year. I said top two years ever when I wrote my reflection a year ago today, but it was the best year ever. No, no doubt about it. Now to transition to what I'd like to call the 2020 awards. Quick water break, you know. You know, H2O, stay hydrated, homies. So, the 2020 awards. Not every category has a winner, just some things are just lists, but this is to reflect on what really stood out to me from this year as a whole. First award. The App of the Year Award. This one was hard because they all have their merits. YouTube got me through the entire pandemic. Twitter is still the funniest app out there, and that's where I get a lot of my news. Instagram was really good for sharing information about social justice and mental health messaging. But the winner of the 2020 App of the Year Award is TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is so fantastic. It's so good 
there's almost nothing that I could say that is wrong with the app. I mean, yeah, it takes your info. I don't care. All right. The U.S. government can all of a sudden one day decide, hey, we're going to send money straight into your bank account. Right. You know what that means, right? That means for your bank account, they need to have your permanent address, your social security number and your bank account information. Right. That means that's also derived from your taxes. So they know like the payments derived from your taxes. So they also know how much money you've made, where you worked, where you lived, you know. So I don't care about that. TikTok is so funny, creative. The algorithm is, is so precise. The trends are hilarious. I don't know how you go wrong with it, right? App of the year, TikTok. Second award, the second award, meme of the year. This one was hard to decide up until recently, uh, calling everyone on planet Earth a simp earlier this year was funny and then it just got annoying. Um, the he don't miss memes were really good. Uh, the endless output of jokes from the last dance documentary, those were funny. Um, but the winner is December 21st, <laughs> December 21st, 2020. Some person on Twitter was making some absolutely stupid argument about how when the planets aligned on the winter solstice this year, black people's true forms would be revealed and we'd ascend into higher beings and gain powers <laughs> and somehow some way we all just went with it like i was laughing every day until like christmas about it we all just agreed like yeah i'm gonna start flying tomorrow yeah yo, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go to mars you guys want something you know it was just so funny right third award third award song of the year so this isn't a direct reflection of what my favorite song of the year is but just what had the most overall impact right so harry styles did his thing with adore you and watermelon sugar a tiktok favorite uh drake and little dirk had laugh now cry later which was fantastic Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B had uh, more work-appropriate Twitter in a frenzy and challenges springing up left and right. But the winner, song of the year, is The Box by Roddy Rich. And here's my reasoning. The song was doing so well that Selena Gomez was trying to finesse the system by both disparaging the song and trying to openly market her fans to listen to her music so that she would beat his song in the charts. And he didn't even care. He was like, yeah, you know, artists should be able to do whatever they want, blah, 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 blah. But she was vexed by how well that song was doing. And I, There was another artist, but I can't remember at the time. But... The song was doing so well. And on top of that, so many memes came out of it. Someone synced up a high school musical scene to it. Someone did the one of the boat scenes from Hotel Transylvania. Like, it was just so funny at the really early stages of this year. So, the box song of the year. 
honorable mentions to We Paid, Blinding Lights, Dior, and many, 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 many other songs. The Fourth Award. This one is on a more personal level. I just call it the personal moments of the year. So this one is just some of my favorite things to happen this year. And I don't think I have a winner specifically. As previously mentioned, December 21st, just comedy. All day comedy. Uh, There was my fifth, my girlfriend's and I's fifth anniversary. And we took graduation pictures together. We also took... um, like some holiday photos together, you know, because, you know, it, it's about to be that time, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that was just really good. I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, starting this podcast, you know, I did take a few breaks, but, you know, go at your own pace. And I, I've i had a lot of fun doing this. Um, one of my, I would say my biggest personal accomplishments this summer, raising over $1,600 for efforts related to the Black Lives Matter movement and social demonstrations this summer. I mean, I that might be, admittedly, I'm more proud of that than most anything else I've ever done, I would say. Um, having my TED Talk used by the George Floyd Family Foundation, that was really good news to hear. Um, and then this one's two parts. And this one, this one has like the highest like just upside in my head in terms of things I didn't see coming because I mean my anniversary was going to come and I I would hold that that's my overall favorite moment of the year but this is my favorite unsuspected moment of the year um the Lakers winning the NBA finals and this is why the best part about it I mean I'm a huge LeBron fan and LeBron won his fourth ring but the Los Angeles Clippers losing <laughs> in the Western Conference playoffs in the way that they did has never made me happier as watching sports. I've never been happier watching sports than in that moment. Like, I'm dead serious. I've watched, like, the Ravens win the Super Bowl, and I was really happy because my family was really happy and everything like that. Um, LeBron has won several championships. I've literally watched them all. Um, and just stuff like that. But just the pure unadulterated joy I felt when the Los Angeles Clippers just choked it away and Twitter. Oh my God. If you follow me on Twitter, you know, I was just so happy (laughs) when it happened. And it was just such a great moment. Just watching them blow that lead. Just watch the Clippers pack get sent up. It was just Whew, what a moment. Um, and of course, yeah, I mean, of course, I got to throw this in there. Graduating college. Um, <laughs> it was a long time coming, but we did it. I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of everyone that I graduated with this year. Fifth award shows of the year. So these have no particular order or winner. Just what I ended up watching this year, regardless of when it came out. Uh so starting with HBO, so Industry on HBO, I just watched that. Succession on HBO, I watched that like a month or so ago. Watchmen, of course, on HBO. Then I don't know if it's a teacher or a teacher on Hulu. Uh, the Boys on Amazon Prime, that was fantastic. 
uh, Demon Slayer anime. It it's only been one season so far, but my girlfriend and I watched that. It was so 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 good. I cannot wait for the the Demon Slayer movie to be made available in the U.S. because I just read the other day that the Demon Slayer movie is the highest grossing movie in Japanese history, which is insane. And I'm like, I need that. I need to see it right now. Um, My Hero Academia or Damia, you know, My Hero, um, watched all of that in quarantine with Wifey. Um, Metagame, which was this Super Smash Bros. Melee documentary. I watched it live on Twitch and you can like buy it on Vimeo, but it was really good um explained on netflix that was a lot of the explained helped me flesh out a lot of the concepts for the podcast i was doing queen's gambit on netflix which is good and then blood of zeus on netflix which was also very very good then the sixth and final award uh songs plural of the year so these are like my personal favorite songs of the year and this race, this list is really infinitely long, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> and I don't care when the song came out. I just really liked listening to them this year. So, list starts with a song that didn't even come out in the last ten years. Um, "Forever My Lady" by Jodeci, "Hallucinations" by Division, "The Need to Know" by Wale featuring SZA, "BS" by Janae Aiko featuring her. Organic by Eric Bellinger, my number one most listened to song on Apple Music this year, Diced Pineapples by Rick Ross featuring Drake and Wale, Again by Division featuring Chantel May, Rest of Your Life or R-O-Y-L by Chloe and Hallie, Forfeit by Kiana Lede featuring Lucky Day, Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon, Still Your Best by Giveon, Can You Blame Me by Kehlani featuring Lucky Day, Party Girl Remix by Stay Solid Rocky featuring Little Uzi Vert, So Done by Alicia Keys featuring Khalid, and Caught Up by Maja Jordan featuring Khalid. All bangers. <laughs> so with that, we have reached the point where I get to the actual self-reflection for 2020. The whole thing. For all of its flaws, for all of its moments, here are my thoughts. I am thankful. I am thankful to the support system that I have in place. I am thankful to my parents for always being in a position to be able to assist me, even though sometimes I think I can do everything in the world by myself. I'm thankful for Allie, for the greatest relationship in human history for her guidance, for her strength, for my ability to lean on her whenever necessary. I'm thankful for my boys. You guys will always be my side and I'm forever grateful. I'm thankful for the health of my loved ones. I'm thankful for the support of my family. We all had a hard time and my support system around me did its very best to ensure that I was always in a position to do the best I can every single day. And that is never to be taken for granted. I'm a long-term planner. I love spontaneity within the confines of those long-term plans too. On September 29th, 2015, I planned my entire life to this exact moment. I had it all written down, all in my head. 
up until March 16th, 2020, everything was right. Everything I planned was right. And then there was COVID. I envisioned graduating. I envisioned envisioned celebrating in Philadelphia with my friends and family. I envisioned starting full-time in October. Things changed. But given the circumstances, the wheels didn't fall off. I still have everything that I need. I still have those around me in good health. Not everyone can say that. To those who lost friends or loved ones in 2020 or to COVID-19, I'm truly sorry. And I extend my condolences to you and yours. I learned this year that I need structure. I would describe it best as if you gave me a picture outlined and told me it's shaped like a cat, but allowed me to color the cat however I wanted, that's where I'm at my best. I can make that cat a house cat, a tiger, a panther, etc. But if you give me absolutely nothing at all, just a blank canvas, that's where I've found my struggles. I like routine, but setting it up for myself was hard at the beginning. Learning what my weaknesses were was the biggest part of this year. I'm thankful for the lessons learned. Because every year prior, I've played to my strengths for my entire life. This year was about reducing how impactful the weaknesses were. For 2021, there aren't any resolutions. There aren't any specific goals. I just need to take advantage of what's in front of me. For the majority of 2020, I live just trying to make it to the next day, thinking this will be over soon. So all I had to do was make it through each day. I realized I wasted plenty of opportunities living just like that. Time never comes back. Be present and live in the moment. Take advantage of what is available. In all, I'm proud of myself but I want to do better, not just for 2021, but for every day that I can. Thank you.